0: Today is April the 20th. Why should I go to church? Let's find out together as we study Mark chapter 11, verses 15 to 17. Mark chapter 11, verses 15 to 17. Uh, Tell us a story of fairly... uh, Uh, common story, uh, one that we know quite well. Uh, We're in the Passion Week. Jesus, on Sunday, enters the city, and at the end of that, at the end of the triumphal entry, Mark says Jesus went to the temple, looked around, but he left because it was late. So the next day, When they arrived back in Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the people buying and selling animals for sacrifices. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the chairs of those selling doves, and he stopped everyone from using the temple as a marketplace. He said to them, the scriptures declare, my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations but you've turned it into a den of thieves. Now, I can remember studying this even as a child, hearing about it in Sunday school lessons, hearing sermons about it. The traditional interpretation was that they were selling animals that weren't fit to be sold. The Old Testament asks for a perfect sacrifice. The traditional interpretation was that these animals were far from perfect. Uh, They were blemished, they may have been lame, they may have been blind, but they were different. And secondly, they charged way too much money for the animals. They price gouged so that those who were visiting Jerusalem, those who couldn't bring an animal with them to sacrifice and had to buy an animal. Uh, they took advantage of them. That's the traditional interpretation. The problem with that interpretation is that there is nothing in the text that indicates that. None of the four Gospels, and this is recorded in all four Gospels, none of the four Gospels says that the animals were less than perfect or that they charged more than the animal was worth. Those are things that we supply trying to make sense of the passage. But the one thing that all four Gospels agree on are the two texts that Jesus uses to preach a sermon while he's clearing out the temple. My temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, comes from Isaiah chapter 56 verses 6 to 8 now we've learned that when someone in the new testament quotes the old testament they quote not just the verses that are mentioned but the larger context so let's take a look at that larger context in isaiah chapter 56 starting to read in verse 6 I'll also bless the foreigners who commit themselves to the Lord, who serve Him and love His name, who worship Him and don't desecrate the Sabbath day of rest, who hold fast to my covenant. I'll bring them to my holy mountain of Jerusalem. I will fill them with joy in my house of prayer. I will accept their burnt offerings and sacrifices because my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations. For the sovereign Lord who brings back the outcasts of Israel says, I'll bring others too beside my people Israel. The animals and the money changers occupied that section of the temple that was called the court of the Gentiles. And for the week of Passover, Gentiles were not allowed to enter because they didn't fit. They needed the room for lambs and for those who were selling the lambs. Jesus drove them out. Then he went to the doors of the temple and he said, there's room. There's room for you, Gentiles. The second passage of Scripture that Jesus quoted, he said, My temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. And there he quotes the book of Jeremiah, chapter 7, verse 11. We're going to read chapter 7, verses 8 to 11. Don't be fooled into thinking that you'll never suffer because the temple is here. It's a lie. Do you really think you can steal, murder, commit adultery, lie, and burn incense to Baal and all those other new gods of yours? Then come here and stand before me in my temple and chant, We're safe only to go right back to all those evils again. Don't you yourself admit that this temple which bears my name has become a den of thieves. Surely I see all the evil going on there. I, the Lord, have spoken. Jesus quotes Jeremiah. Jeremiah says the temple is a den of thieves. Not because of what they do in the temple, but because of what they're doing outside the temple. He calls it a den of thieves because they approach the temple with the idea that ritual cancels my sin. If I just stand in the temple and say the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord it's good enough to cancel my sin that I can then go back and do all over again. Jesus says, no. You've made it a den of thieves. Not by what you're doing here in the temple, but because of your lifestyle outside the temple. Well, That raises the question for us, why do we go to church? Do we go to church because we've always gone to church? Do we go to church because we think that somehow an hour a week cancels out the rest of our life? We can do whatever we want the rest of the week, 167 hours, if we spend one hour at church. Jesus, if he was convinced that that's what we thought, he'd make a whip and he'd drive us out of the church. And he would preach probably from Jeremiah chapter 7 and say your life matters. What you do outside the church is what God wants to see. So why do we go to church? We go to church for a connection. We go to church to connect with God. We go to church to connect with His people. We can do that as well outside of church, and we should do that outside of church. But we go to church for that connection with God and with His people. Please like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to this. Do you have questions for us? Email us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll look at Jesus' authority.